Yes, sir, we promised you a great deal of that here tonight. Here. Andre, the Chinese. Hulkamania is running wild. What a So listen, we didn't want to deprive you of some TGT when you're all getting ready to go off to Top Guy Weekend. You know, fortunately, I'm not because I'm living the lavish life here in New Orleans. That's a funny one, right? Um, <clears throat> yeah. So um, I decided we're going to do a 46-minute episode of Nitro so that you could still get a little bit of us and have a great time in Chicago. So, uh, this episode of Nitro was actually covered on an episode of the Ringside Rant. So, for once, I'm going to steal from him. And with that being said, away we go. All right, we're gonna go. We're gonna go around the room real quick because we're about to have that one night in roadie. That is right, everybody. We're gonna go back to May eighteenth, nineteen ninety-eight, when Nitro emanated from the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island, and it was also the night after Slamboree in nineteen ninety-eight. When they were from the Worcester Centrum, I think it was. I thought, uh, it, was, I thought it was about an affair with the the roadie. No, 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 no affairs, Harry Ballsack. So real oh, quick, okay. Randy, we know you are living it up at the Schomburg Hyatt in Chicago. That's How are you, nice. my dear? You doing well? I'm so excited. I am tired because I I flew all last night yeah. uh, to get here, but I am super excited. It's another one of Frank's Rhode Island. He was there moments. <laughs> it was a, Brandy had said this before we went on air, but it was a preempted Nitro. It was live for the first hour. And then the NBA had their basketball stuff going on. So that's what's happening here. And we'll get more into that in a sec. Um, really excited to hear about all the festivities uh, out in Chicago when we reconvene next week. Um, because I, uh, my, mo you're the only one in this panel tonight that's been able to go. So, um, I'm really bummed, but work had to come first in this one. So, uh, same way life goes on. Right. So real quick, uh, I'm going to skip over to Henry, the bomb pop. Cause you'll get that if you watch last week's episode, but, uh, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, I suppose, Frank, how are you? I mean, I'm fat and old, and, and I'm working on my grinder profile. So, basically, it's your typical Wednesday night? Typical Wednesday night up in this New Orleans, bitch. And let me tell you something. People on Grinder are vile. Holy crap. Um, would you like to I'll – sw I'll swap over to you there, Harry Balsack. Um, wait, hold on. You swapped my no, I ain't slapping your balls. I'm not slapping your balls. You, your name is Harry Ballsack, so I'm I'm pushing over to you now. How are you doing? Push those um, Harry Ballsacks. I'm I'm here. I'm just laying on the side. Oh wait, no, you're talking about me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had alcohol in this room right now. Oh, hey, um, I'm covered. I left oh, the right. place with alcohol to come record with you, people. I'm kind of wishing Whoa. now I hadn't left. Thanks, Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I'm doing good. Uh, today's my anniversary of my job. I've been there eight years, and wow. apparently I get, and apparently I got praised. Um, yeah, I saw that. I saw that on on I think Facebook where you got the letters because you helped the little lady cross the street. Yeah, it was uh, something about integrity, which is something we didn't know Antonio had. I, I, my my big question, Antonio, is did you get the digits? <laughs> Nah, she didn't. She just let me go. She didn't give up the digits. Did you get? Uh, I mean, did you did you give her a smooch? Maybe a little butt grab? I mean, what, oh, I was going to insinuate that he stuck her thumb, his thumb up her butt. I don't know. Nah, I mean, nah. None of that. Nah, I was being a gentleman, but she was uh, she was blind. And oh, she, oh, okay. Uh, so wait till I'm done. Then you can roast me. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so uh she asked me if she could if i could walk her across the street i bet she did her, oh my god <laughs> a busy highway and apparently the highway like, was busy uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah so i walked her across apparently from what the customer told the company the bus applauded me Wow. They were applauded while you were going across that <laughs> nope. highway, sir. Oh I love you for that, though. That's Holy rumor and innuendo there. Okay. But other than that, I'm doing pretty good. A nice, much-needed day off today. Good. Good. We all need some time okay. off. And so, I go ahead, so go ahead, Phil, and roast me. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Well, I, was gonna, I want to move over to Phil now to see how Phil's doing. Okay. Oh, well, Phil is wondering why Frank has this five o'clock shadow going on, like he hasn't like shaved in seven minutes or something. Um, this is I so peek behind the curtain or whatever you want to peek behind my big white shirt or my massive breasts. Yeah, I I shave once a week, so this is what you get uh, the day before I shave. I haven't shaved in four months. Well, I get here's it's the deal. I don't. Years. I don't like the thick beards like you guys have. Like it just, I don't. It bugs me. So, I but I won't straight shave every day because I get ingrown hairs. That'd be gross. So, uh, hey, I let it. I let it come. I let it grow out. Brandy, Brandy muted because I was going to ask her what what how she liked her beard if she if she trimmed it or if she shaved it or I don't know what her beard situation was. <laughs> but when gonna, I when. The first time I grew out a beard. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I have people in my life that tell me I'm not allowed to shave because I look funny without a beard. I bet you do. Yes, you do. Yes, well, you I mean, do. Have we all know you with a beard, so we we do think you look weird without a beard. Oh, don't you mean? Don't yeah, you but when I get rid of the beard and I leave the mustache, I look like a pedophile. Yeah, don't you don't you remember <laughs> that thing? I I'm not even joking. I wish I were, but I'm not. Are you, you mean when I called him John Wayne Gacy? Yes. Yes, I remember that. Wasn't he a cannibal? No, oh, you're thinking of Jeffrey Dahmer. John Wayne Gacy just... Um, was the guy with the really long penis. No. No, it was <laughs> John Holmes. Wait, you're talking about the guy the guy with penis shot off. No, that's... um. That was the guy that spent time with the rain of Bob. Yeah. No, John. You're Wayne supposed Gacy. to keep the joke going because his name was John Bob. Oh, you ruined it. You're it was John Bobbitt, right? Yeah, it, it was, was John, John Bobbitt. Bobbitt. Really? You were supposed to go, no, no wait, that's John Bobbitt and somebody else. You guys I didn't know his first name. Oh, God. I just, if uh, I ever do a joke again. John Wayne Gacy is the guy that buried all those uh, guys under his uh, house after he. Yeah, he it. like. Yeah. I so thought John Wayne with... was the guy that starred in all those Hollywood westerns. No, that's the that's the good John Wayne. Oh, I, I tell okay. you, before we get ourselves in trouble, break. can we just start the damn show? <laughs> I know. Yeah, so we're got you know, everybody out uh, there. Quick, uh, since our show is only forty six minutes long, I want to go ahead and throw out the TGT group chat quote of the week. Now world famous. Uh oh. This this is, was actually is there a reason why there's a so ferret long. crawling on your arm. That's Sable. This, uh, this quote is so long that I had to put it on two banners. But when I read <laughs> this, it said. had me quoting in tears. This this <clears throat> this week's quote is once again brought to you by Mr. Mike Cole, who says, "Poor Joey, 
I remember last Top Gun weekend, I asked if he had a choice between all of his health problems or look like Frank Bruno. I'll never forget his response. He said, that's a no-brainer. My health problems would have to be much worse for me to even consider that. Uh, 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 and he got a firm fuck you after that from me. I, I bet he did. Just like that blind lady did from Antonio. Oh, shit. Oh, my okay, God. guys. All right. We need okay. to go to the cock. Um, and then we need Frank, to go Frank, to... do you mind if I do this? Yes. Tonight, we take you to WCW Monday Nitro from May 18th, 1998, emanating from the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. If you whip out your cock, it is season four, episode 20 of WCW Monday Nitro. All of us are there now, aren't we? Yes. We are, and anybody out there, you will see Goldberg grabbing on to you. Why why do I got my shorts off? (laughs) Oh, boy. What's going on? Am I wearing clothes? I just also want to say that people are very aggressive on Grindr in New Orleans. So... Uh, People are aggressive on Grinder in general. That's just kind of their thing. I've, I've gotten more dick pics in the last week. But what's a Grinder? I mean, wait, I'm, I'm stop, a, stop, I'm time a, out. Before we keep going, let's start the show. Yeah. In three, two, one, play. I said play. God damn it. Yeah, I said that too, and on my little circle things going. Oh, mine's going, and I see we have still shots. This is back how they used to do it back in the day. Oh, yeah, Instead slander, of showing yeah. footage from the pay-per-view the night before, we see stills from Stonebury. So, one, one of the things I wanted to say is the first time I ever got to talk to Eric Bischoff with ad-free shows, I talked about this particular night, because you will notice the show starts with Eric Bischoff in the ring with a crown on his head sitting on uh, Harley Davidson. What you don't see is, as we're seeing the open right now, he's being lowered from the top of the arena down in that we all see. And I asked him legitimately, what was it like to be up there in that moment? So... uh, Actually, wait a minute. He's not in the ring yet. No, he's not in the ring here. What's that, though? What's oh, that you know what? Wait a minute. I think they cut to the announcers, then they do it. Yes. Well, they yeah, it. We're going to have our full pyro open. Um, Tony is going to ring. You know, give us the rundown, and then he's going to throw it to Eric. We should definitely track this. Go ahead. As soon as we see Mr. Bischoff being lowered down on his throne of cycle. And this is the night that he says, his God, it's good to be cycle. Yes, throne of cycle. I, I don't know. There he is. Here we go. What is this? <laughs> uh-huh. That just wasn't going to happen. 
I did what I could. I called the man out. I did what a man should do under the circumstances. Well, like I said, I did all I could do. And now, as I said, I have to look to the future and what the future holds for Eric Bischoff is a record better than Bill Goldberg's. I am going to chase the dream. The dream that started for me last night. And I want to thank each and every one of you here tonight for being a part of one of the greatest nights in my life. Thank you all very, very much for being here tonight. Love it. So just backstory on that. This Everyone out there, obviously you remember where he challenged Vince McMahon to show up in Worcester at the pay-per-view, Slamboree 98. Uh, obviously, uh, did you guys see the, did you guys see that white WWF sign? Yep. yep. Uh, I was with those people. Um, <laughs> were you shoving kids down to, to hold the sign? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is a WCW show. Shawn Michaels wasn't here. Oh, <laughs> well, remember. I love you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Henry the Bomb Pop. Uh, so this was the night that that was the night that Vince, they had a thing for Vince and Vince, they kept going back, cutting to the back with a pass for Vince and Vince never shows up. So that is why Eric comes out here and, and talks about the fact that he is beating Vince in the ratings. He's in Vince's backyard. Providence was always known for WWF shows. Uh, the most recent WWF show that had happened here at the time was the 1997 King of the Ring. So they're oh less they're less than a year later. Oh, no, no, no. This is so. If y'all listen to the Ringside Rant episode, um, uh, oh, that beautiful. was the night that was the night the Ringside Rant decided to start the cancel Frank Bruno movement because I said, Nobody wants to watch these bitches dance. And it was rude of me to say that. Um, because looking back, um, these ladies give me needs. So, <laughs> isn't one of these ladies now married to Shawn Michaels? I believe Whisper, yeah. the girl who went like this. Or that's who was right before Kimberly. Oh my. Oh I'm my I'm not gonna say it in the same way Frank did. But um, in let's see, we are now six minutes into a 46-minute show. We've watched Eric Brishoff publicly jerk himself off because he beat Vince McMahon. Yeah. We've seen women dancing, mean Gene Okerlund, and now a crowd shot. You know what's funny is this I remember, feels like Vince Russo WWF. I know. Yeah. I remember or like WWE when, from like the last oh I don't know ten years. Now this oh. was the very first Nitro to ever come to Rhode Island, and when we got there and we found out it was preempted, we were fucking furious. Now there were uh, matches. At, it was a three-hour show. We got dark matches, but we were fucking furious that it was not a televised. It wasn't televised past 9 p.m. What was the basketball game that night that preempted it? I believe it was the playoffs. This is around the playoffs. So it could have been second round or third round of the playoffs. I don't remember. We'd have to look it up. Going, going real quick, let me go back to the Bischoff segment for just a second. Um, I remember listening to the episode 83 weeks when they talked about that in detail. And um, Conrad just straight up asked him, what if Vince McMahon had showed up at the pay-per-view? What would you have done? Um Eric said, I don't let him in, and he would have kicked my ass. I can take an ass kicking, but it would have been worth it. Could you, could you imagine? Maybe not. Maybe a lot of people probably were like, Vince's not going to show up. But could you imagine if Vince did show up, that happened? The reorders that would have happened that Tuesday? Oh, it would have been. WCW would have been through the roof. That's why Vince obviously didn't show. But Vince also wrote a, published a letter saying that if he wants to meet in a parking lot, they could go settle in a parking lot. Did he remember that? Yes. He wanted to do it. Like, there were people having to talk him out of actually showing up to kick his ass. That would have been awesome. That And that's the thing, though. Like, remember Hulk? Hulk was like, I think that was in the Monday Night War DVD. Hulk's like, um, he might show up, Eric. And if he does, he's going to kick your ass. Go ahead, Henry. 
They kind of did it this I actually Monday. found it. This episode of Monday Nitro was preempted by game two of the – hold on just a second because doing this from my phone. Um, game two of what I think was the Western Conference Finals featuring the Utah Jazz and the L.A. Lakers, which the Utah Jazz won. Where did it go? Oh, that's right. With a final score of – Find it here and just say, and I found it again. Um, no, Phil, it was May, he says that about any time we talk sports. LA Lakers, speaking I of sports, I Peter, I'm going to a White Sox game tomorrow with a few of our other top guys because everybody else is showing up in Chicago. Uh, tomorrow, I refuse to have a repeat of last year because I got weathered out and stuck and wasn't able to get to Chicago till Friday. So my extra ass came down a whole day early. Brandy, be a day go, early. Brandy you should go to uh, the White Sox right. game wearing the Red Sox. I have my Red Sox hat. Oh, okay. Brandy was actually the thing I needed to get to where I was going. Game number two of the Western Conference Finals would see the Utah Jazz beat the L.A. Lakers 99-95. The Utah Jazz would actually sweep the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers and would lose to the Chicago Bulls. Actually, that took me away. Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls. It was the last time the Bulls won the championship. It would be the last time they'd go to the playoffs until 2005. It was the last Jordan-led team to go to the NBA playoffs. You know and what? if I remember right, wasn't Dennis Rodman still part of the Chicago Bulls then? Yep. Yes. And, and what was the name of the coach of the Bulls in 98? Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. <laughs> Nobody fucking cares. Yeah, I fucking know. Well, you know, the other the other thing, too, is remember, that is the Utah Jazz team that had Carl Malone and John Stockton. Oh, Mailman Malone, yeah. Like it, Phil, you, Phil, you know that somebody else is stealing your gimmick, uh, but – Going by the name Jeff Fisher, not that. No, one. I don't know. I'd be hearing the ask questions on the podcast. Somebody say Jeff Fisher, not that one. That son of a bitch! I'll kill him. I challenge him to a match. Well, I know. I can tell you right now that that that's that's Phil's tagline because ever since I've got I got had Phil's number for two years now, and he's been in my phone as Phil Jackson, not that not one. That one. So it is, in fact, that is that has been Phil's tagline, and. I swear to that God, j- the kid in that, that Patriots that jersey looks just like Frank Bruno. That's not Wait, what. No, because Frank doesn't have that good a taste in football teams. Oh, I mean, wow. no offense. Those jerseys. I do, <laughs> and I actually like the Titans. But you know, stupid question. My team is my team. When did New England went to the Super Bowl one year in the 1990s? Was it 1998? Yeah, uh, no, it was earlier in the 90s with Drew Bledsoe. 96 season, 96. 97 Super Bowl. They lost to the um, Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers, yeah. Yes, Brett Favre, the one year. 35, 35 to 21. Don yep. Baby became one of the only players in the Super Bowl years to actually win a ring. I know who won the Super Bowl in 2000. Oh, and look at what we got here. What are we doing? We live each day like it's 28 to 3. I'm not looking, I'm not looking at the shirt, Brandy. <laughs> First and foremost, Phil, that was a low blow that was not needed to be taken. Okay. Damn. You know what? It's again one of the few sports facts I know the fact that Kurt Warner led the St. Louis Rams, along with Marshall Falk, to a Super Bowl championship. Yes, Back I me up here, it. Antonio. Without the what Music City mean? Miracle, Buffalo would have won the Super Bowl that year, wouldn't we? Steven exactly. Jackson yes, is the guy who point. tackled Frank Wycheck. Here's a here's a really funny story for you, real quick. I'll try to make it as brief as possible. Super Bowl. Uh, people <laughs> Phil, Phil, I'm I'm very sorry. I have to cut you off for a second. There's an asshole holding up a sign behind me street that says Hogan's wrestling is worse than his movies. Yes, he's not. He's not. He's right. not right. He's not wrong. He's though. not wrong. He's <laughs> not wrong. Guys, 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 guys. Oh my god! Love this story. So, oh my god! Hold I had on. people over. I had people over for the Super Bowl. No real reason because I didn't really watch football, but I wanted an excuse to have people over. So I had about eight, nine of my friends over, right? And, you know, one of my best friends uh, had another one of our friends over, and, you know, they were hooking up off and on for years. 
And, you know, we're watching the football game, and probably about 20 minutes in, they disappear, go downstairs. I didn't think much of it because I was too busy with other people. And about 12, 13 minutes later, I hear a scream come from downstairs in the basement where my bedroom was. And uh, the girl came running upstairs, uh, bra on, no shirt on, screaming, trying to put her shirt on. Then a friend afterwards. Um, what I neglected to remember, and they neglected to ask when he went down to the basement to do the dirty, is my brother was down there because we shared a room. And he went on, as they were doing the deed, he straight up said to them, you guys are quieter than my parents. You know what's really bad about that story, Phil? When you said the phrase, you guys are worse than my parents, I looked over to the right and I saw that big crowd shot of Rowdy Piper. Ah. I got him saying that in my head. (laughs) I'll never forget that Super Bowl for that reason, ever. I have a different reason for never forgetting it. Uh, It's because the the, 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 the Rams trounced them. Well, don't worry. They didn't trounce them. The, uh, the greatest show on turf would get theirs the next season when they went up against New England Patriots. It was a Cinderella story for Kurt Warner. He had one amazing fucking year, and uh, Marshall Falk was just amazing all the time. He played. I think I feel like Kurt played really well in. Um, he took Arizona. Arizona to the Super Bowl. He took Arizona oh, yeah. to the Super Bowl. They lost to um, the Steelers. I think. Uh, I think Steelers. Kurt Warner. We have officially hit the the end of my football knowledge. Okay, that's why I was letting you go. You know why the football is oblong and not a circle? It's not often we'll talk sports. So I know this is a rare this is a rare occasion. We should uh, celebrate this moment. Do you know any other sports? Because I had to stand up and I'm Uh, wearing shorts. I had to stand up to get a snack. Stand up again. Stand up again. (laughs) Come on. You're already no. teasing us with the hair. What's that? That's a serious question. You know any other sports? Because we could sit here and talk all about the shuttlecock and badminton. Or <laughs> maybe what the mallet used for in croquet. <laughs> uh, so, I do know a little bit about baseball. The bat hits the ball? What? Oh, no. I've been to, uh, I've probably been to about 20, 25 Cardinals games in my life. Uh, what? My, my wife, the previous job she worked at, her um, her bosses had. Um, um, Look at this guy! I wish he was. And season, they're like literally about eight rows behind home plate, and then about just a little bit over to the right, right in foul ball territory. The first time I sat there, I watched the eight-year-old lady get smacked in the face with the foul ball. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. I wish I wish he was still alive right now, Macho so Man. Let's 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 give everyone some context. So. Uh, the night before at Slamboree, Bret Hart defeated Macho Man Randy Savage um, with Piper as the referee, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Piper <laughs> is now cutting a promo, and Randy is coming to confront him. And I, you know, this I loved this madness, for, like this reinventing of Randy Savage, where he's like this crazy old guy. Uh, I, I loved it. You. I, and that's why I always felt like Macho Man, in this version of Randy, would have fit well in the Attitude Era. Oh, yeah. He would have. I, I will say, I got to add one more. One more you guys, go, get me going on sports now. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Phil. Phil. Is that, Frank, is that you in the crowd wearing the New England Patriots? No, I, I said that never... like 10 minutes ago, Antonio. <laughs> I just noticed that. Um, I, was up, I was up, uh, up in the first. Are you the, the dude with the glasses and the ACW shirt? No, I was a baby. I was nine years old. I was only into football. I didn't know what wrestling was. Wait. Let me throw out. That's right. The Super Bowl years were in your formative years, Antonio. I keep forgetting that. You look like you're 65 years old. This is a month. This is a month before I got introduced into wrestling. So I will throw out my one last last sports thing here. you know, I've been to about 25 games in person. I've probably seen maybe 50, 60 baseball games, all Cardinals, lifetime. I challenge someone to find a more dramatic, more tense, more amusing baseball game than the 2011 Game 6 World Series against the Texas Rangers. There was never a more I, – I was on pins and needles that entire 
Does anybody remember that? You went to that game? I wasn't there, goddamn. But I was watching it. Does anybody remember it? If the so, Red Sox aren't involved, I don't care. Uh, there were twenty. The, the, I can't remember how many. I think it was. Oh, uh, was it two thousand four? I think eleven innings. And twice in the eleven innings, um, the Cardinals were one strike away from losing and down by two runs. And they would catch it up, and they would go down by two runs again, be one strike away from losing, and catch it back up. And then David Freeze, the fucking MVP of that twenty eleven World Series run, knocked it out of the park, got them to Game Seven and took them to the World Series championship. I, I can only imagine that the Rangers on that plane ride home had to be thinking, what, they're just, just one fucking strike. We were one fucking strike away on two different occasions for being World Series champions. So Speaking we're, of World we're, Series champions, the, uh, the Red Sox broke the curse of the Bambino in 2004. They will also go on to win the World Series in 2007, 2013, and 2018. So that, uh, our heart's about to get naked in the aisle, and we're just kind of talking yeah. over that. Well, that's why I wanted to make—I wanted to point out that Bret Hart. This is his first time being Woo! back in, in the Sorry, same. Uh, he's first time being back in the same arena where his brother kicked his leg out from under his leg. Yes, <laughs> best, best old line ever. Besides the NWO 2000, was uh, Bret Hart ever like officially in this NWO? And I feel I don't feel like Hulk Hogan needs to shave. They were like adjacent, like they weren't. He wasn't officially in, but they were kind of allied. Allied. Yeah, an ally of, not a member of. I had to whoop for for Bret Hart getting naked for our good friend Justin. Oh, oh yeah, Justin would have had it whipped out and yanking on it right now. (laughs) Oh my God! Yeah, that that Hulk Hogan would have killed it. Wait, how do you know that? How do you know Justin's not doing that right now anyway? Oh, I don't, I don't know if he is or not. I'm just saying. He's got a he's got a well he's got Why a hard Bischoff on, trying to hold him back. I was about to say, like like Bischoff can actually physically hold Hulk Hogan back. <laughs> you, know, the cra- you know the crazy part is like before I started listening to all the podcasts, I didn't know that Disciple was uh Brutus the fucking Barbie beefcake before. You didn't know that. You you no, never seen I, Disciple before? I never seen like He looks like Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I didn't realize that until I started listening to the podcast. I guess if you didn't really like look too closely at him, the disciple really didn't talk. He kind of just stood there. That's so that's he really I can't get over the fact that it looks like that. something is trying to eat the lower half oh, of Hulk Hogan's head. <laughs> Isn't that his terrible hair plugs? Oh Down here, didn't not he, up here. Didn't he have that whole? He had that wig or whatever. Well, to pay for that show he was doing. Yes, I do remember that. It was for uh, three ditches high to the Mega Mountain, I believe. But can let me ask a question? Didn't Thunder in Paradise do good? It wasn't it on TNT. You know, it's so funny. I don't remember. They blocked that out. There was like, remember. but all I remember from that show is the fucking theme song. Uh, I will refer you back to the guy in the crowd with a sign that says Hogan's Wrestling is worse than his movies. Because No Holds Barred wasn't a bad movie. Other than that. Well, I mean, honestly, I I like No Holds Barred. And, uh, you know, I like Suburban Commando. But I was 9 and 10 when those things happened. Real real quick, guys. Here here we go. Check check this out real quick, y'all. This. That's a porn intro. Thank you, thank you for saying that because I was about to ask when is the woman going to start sucking the dick? I. <laughs> this is the wor- This is the worst intro to a porno I've ever heard. <laughs> So it looks like the based on the Wikipedia, Thunder in Paradise was origi- a syndicated series originally premiered direct to video as a feature film, and then ran one season in '94 on TNT. Are you done? I believe the woman is now climaxing, and the man is about to bust a nut on her face. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, that screaming noise you heard was the man climaxing, and then with the straightest possible face. Somebody mute him. You Thank you. See, that sounded like the man climaxing, and then looking the woman in the face, and with the straightest possible face he can muster, saying the phrase, women have orgasms. <laughs> oh, shit. That's great. What the fuck are no, we doing tonight, guys? Real quick, Dima Linko on the screen right now, cutting a promo. This is the night that he dressed up as Cyclope and Cyclope. tricked, sick, uh, sick, tricked Chris Jericho into a match. Actually, no, we didn't trick him into it. The winner of the Battle Royal won a title match against Jericho, and the he dressed up as Cyclope and won the Battle Royal. I think I it was. I can officially um, confirm after meeting that you're Tony, pregnant. At, well, that too, but uh, at the last AW show, Tony's not that tall. Oh yeah, no, he's not. Uh, no, he's Antonio. Not. Yeah, I think I can safely say that four out of the five people that are currently in this room, five out of the five out of six, if we count me or Frank as two people, can confirm that Tony Schiavone really isn't that tall. You know, well, I can tell you that. No, Henry. I, Henry, what? I forgot what you told me when I was walking up to you. You called me something. I forgot. I don't really remember, Antonio. I kind of blacked out most of that day after I gave you the belt. <laughs> I, forgot, I, I will forgot. tell you that the next show I do, where we have a larger group than just the three-man band and possibly Antonio, I do plan on showing the rest of you that dress. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I can tell you. You know, last year, Top Guy Weekend, I got there, and I, just as I got there, right after we checked in, I saw Tony Giovanni, and he looked like a lost, you know, Alzheimer's old man, not knowing where he was or what he was doing, running around the halls. So I'm like, oh, my God, say hi to Tony. I'm so I supposed up, to tell his secrets. I put up, I shook his hand, said hi. He asked me, you know, I asked him what he was doing. He said he was trying to, you know, find a way in, and I said, well, Great to meet you. I'll talk to you later. He seemed really annoyed that I just came up and talked to him, but he seems really annoyed by everything. So yeah, just, he just seems really annoyed. That's his natural disposition. Uh, the crazy, no, the crazy part is like, um, because we were sitting at at Dynamite, like we we're waiting until he was done with um, with the elevation dark or whatever. Like we waited till he's done, and then me and my uh, buddy were screaming at Tony, and then he saw me and he noticed me. Then maybe like. Five ten minutes later, he walked walked over, said hi. By the way, Frank, you son of a bitch, I still have not forgiven you for this. <laughs> Full gear. We got pictures with Tony Shivani. <laughs> you, me, and Man Dick. We all ran up there. He recognized us, and the security guard letting you and Man Dick pass almost stopped me. And so I'm like, I'm with them because I was a little bit behind. Man Dick gets a picture with Tony Shivani. Frank gets a picture with Tony Shivani. Frank's supposed to take a picture of me and Tony Shivani. We're like, you know, we're standing next to each other. I've got my arm. We're like, we're buddies. And Frank's fucking walking off. And he and I got mine. Like, I, got, like, I, I got a picture with Tony Shivani. Each other like, like, is he going to take our picture? Or this is getting kind of awkward. We've been touching for like 20 seconds now. Uh, thanks, Frank. Thanks for that. All I got to say, all I got to say is whenever I be, meet Brandy in person, I'm grabbing cheek. <laughs> Tony Schiavone is literally the first person in wrestling I ever met in real life. And Frank fucked it up for me. (laughs) I I, I got to say, Brandy, if you decide you ever want to switch allegiances, I think Buffalo's still looking for a punter. And I think the best. No, they hired a punter from. from Oh, did they? Yeah, Yeah, from that. Well, if they decide they need another one and you want to switch allegiances. Send them the tape of you kicking Antonio square in the nuts and him flying about 60 yards across the room. You probably you have mean a job. Tell me nobody's picked up Brett Kern yet? Nobody's no. picked up Brett Kern. It's Frank. It's Man, who would two Guerrero? Sure is a pretty lady. Is that the lawyer? Is that the lawyer? Is that lawyer Malloy? I think it is. Yeah. Uh, the 36, I believe yeah. it was lawyer Malloy, yes. No, I don't think I... that's actually lawyer Malloy. That looks like a 15-year-old kid. He's like, William Malloy is a black dude, so... I mean, I the, jersey, the jersey number. But, uh... What the <gasps> look at Frank! Look at It's Phil's picture. It was the Titans. Whoa. Whoa. What? 
Phil, turn your camera off. No. Oh, it's he's got my logo. <laughs> I, don't know how that I don't know why that that does happen, honestly. I gotta say, um, I was like really looking forward to that punter for the Bills until all that until stuff it turned out. out he's a sex pest. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty. You know, I gotta be honest with you. When I when I was listening to, I'm listening to the NFL radio, and they said that, and gang raping a 17 year old. Yes. That's- yeah, you that... were at a college party, and so he assumed that she was old enough to be there. And they were drinking, and he disclosed the fact to the girl that he had an STD, but failed. What? He did? Yes. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Oh my and god! And he failed to actually get consent for the oral sex that he then forced upon her, and then took her to another room where two other guys were waiting, and they all had their fun. These okay. two other guys are currently students still at San Diego State University. This wow. is the thing. There's there's certain times when some of this stuff annoys annoys me because we're so quick to just say guilty and to prove it innocent. But this one in particular makes me wonder why would a 17 year old girl make that up? You don't. So if it was maybe just the incident of just him. Saying that he, you know, forced oral sex on her. That I can see maybe someone making that up, but not everything oh, wow. put together. Yeah, like I don't know, four fifty from Hoobie. I'm, I'm sorry, but applaud, applaud to uh, Brandon Bean for taking quick action after all that news came out. And, and since we're on this topic anyway, I want to say, I want to give a personal go fuck yourself to NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell for not having the balls to black, to black ball. If you'll forgive the term Deshaun Watson and to just throw him out of the league. Oh yeah. Like I forgot about that. See, that's look, that's a different, well, you know what? I, with Deshaun, I, you know, it's not different because if 20 different people are coming at you and saying that the same thing happened, I think we've got a problem now. I'm so that's why I don't, but I don't understand how they didn't prosecute him for that and how it's, it was just civil suits. I don't understand how they didn't have enough. I mean, if 20 different people, like, did they have evidence about cases you have to have, you have to meet the burden of proof a certain burden of proof for criminal charges. And if you don't have evidence, like photos, like DNA, a statement really doesn't hold that much weight. And even if you took it to a grand jury, they could also say, you know, we don't think there's enough evidence here to prosecute. I was just going to say all these things are alleged to have happened within the state of Texas. And in Texas, women basically have no rights. That is also true. Is, is, that, is that, that sums that up really better, true? I think. Are you serious with that? You serious? Say that again, Frank. You're you're serious? So as we watch the Nitro Girls dance again, you're serious? There's no you, that that's how people feel. In the state of Texas, women have very few rights, and they don't like to stand that's up for where, women's rights. That's where the abortion thing. That's one of the biggest abortion things. Oh, uh, I mean, Louisiana was one of the like you. They you, there's no abortion. They had um rights down here. Trigger laws put in place for when it um. Please uh, In Texas, a gun has more rights than a woman does over her own please, body. Please send all your political hate tweets to every person here but me, please. Yep. No, look, I'll be look. We don't talk politics a lot in here, but I'm going to tell you this: having a little girl and and literally watching six people vote to take a basic common right away from my child um, infuriated me to the point where I was vocal about it because I'm not very vocal about my political views um, because people get so goddamn angry and it's ridiculous, quite frankly. Um, but when somebody tells if you know if somebody does something. improper to my child and she gets pregnant, I feel like she should be able to make the decision to have an abortion. Now, I will tell you this. It is not a decision that I personally would make. It is not a decision that I would personally encourage. However, 
It is my child. It is Brandy's body. It is Callie's body. It is every woman's body. And they have a fucking right to choose. Just like I have a right to choose if I want to tattoo my arm or get a Prince Albert or what. It's just that's the kind of shit that bugs me is that you had a bunch of political people in Washington making a decision that it affected millions of people around the world or on the country. And I think it's, it fucking made me sick. Yeah. I'm off my soapbox now because, uh, Glacier is getting his ass handed to him by. And what is a U.S. title defense? I was going to, but Glacier didn't have one. See, I want to get back on Frank's soapbox for just a second, but I want to switch tacks. I personally don't think what the National Football League did to Deshaun Watson is anything remotely close to good enough. And the same reason that the NFL won't blacklist a player like Deshaun Watson is the exact same reason why they won't go after Dan Snyder, the owner of the Washington, whatever the fuck they call themselves now. It's all about the money. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Deshaun Watson, for better or for worse, he's got he's not playing the first eleven games of this season. Five million dollars is going to charities in the Cleveland area. That that's all fine. That's all well and good. But to me, that makes it feel like the NFL sweeping this under the rug. Well, Henry, and, I wanna I wanna I wanna say something real quick because this what pisses me off about this particular thing is that oh, there's the spirit. Um. Not that spear, but the spear of the actual wrestling show we're watching. Right. Do you remember you remember Adam Pacman Jones? Yep. He was drafted by the Titans, and he had a few alleged incidents that were never criminally prosecuted, but they were just incidents. Mm-hmm. Uh, never criminally prosecuted, never could prove it was him. He was suspended for a fucking year, and it was all criminal stuff. This man is accused and has started to settle these lawsuits – of sexually assaulting to over 20 people and he gets 11 games? Uh, Calvin Ridley on the Atlanta Falcons placed two small bets within the range of $1,500 on games he was not playing in. Suspended for an entire year. Josh Gordon likes to smoke the ganja. He's been suspended now for how many seasons? It Mm -hmm. is bullshit shenanigans like this that happened in football all the time is one of the reasons why I can't stand the sport of football because it's a bunch of big macho guys being backed by a bunch of rich-ass old fuckers who will sweep shit under the rug so they can watch another Sunday football game with some other fucking guy who's going to get his ass kicked and then go boo himself and then treat some other woman like crap. That's why I don't watch football. End of story. Thank you. Okay. There, first of all, you got to remember, too, um, there's 32 teams with 53 people on each roster, and we're talking about a very, very, very small. I know, Phil. That you know of. That you know of. What? That you know of. You, you said a very small percentage. That you know of. You don't know how many people have done stuff that have just been swept through the rug and you have no clue about because I guarantee you there's more than you know. Well, I know that the character of Actually, I don't know the character of Derrick Henry, but I only but what I see. Derrick Henry's not out raping people. The people I look up to, like the guy I look up to, Steve McNair, he made one bad decision in his in his life that was made public, and he got killed for it. So, I, I first I, I think that there are other sports like basketball where people like the great God rest his soul Kobe Bryant. Um, had an extramarital affair, and the woman claimed rape. Like, uh, like, can you? I mean, a lot you of those know, sports have become so mainstream yes. that that you know stuff like affairs, you know, could ruin. You know that again. That's their business. I'm not saying I, I endorse someone to cheat on somebody else. But it's their business. But if you're going to make football that big of a deal, guess what? You're a public figure. You need to act like a public figure. Oh, I agree with you. Perfect example, Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. There was, there, Tiger Woods was like the man in golf, period. No one could touch him. No one was better than him. No one was ever going to be better than him. You know how many people talk about Tiger Woods now as compared to before all the sex allegations and all the 
hookers and all the other shit. Well, see, he had a sex right. Yeah. He didn't. He wasn't yeah. raping people, but he had a sex addiction. No, no, I get that. I get that. But you know, he had a sex addiction, and it was a mental issue. And you know, uh, again, maybe he does. Maybe it is a mental issue. I don't know. But the problem is, is when you put yourself out there on a professional sports team, you put yourself out there as a public figure. And as a public figure, you are going to be scrutinized by the public. Everything you wear, everything you do, everything you say, everything you've ever done, everything you've tweeted, everything you put on social media, everything you've ever ate for breakfast that a vegan might not like. I mean, I, I can go on for days. The whole point of the matter is, is that sports in general has been too mainstream and too, it's too, there's too much of it. It should just be sports. There shouldn't be all this other bullshit attached to it. And you guys talk to, now you've got me on my fucking soapbox. It's also a reason why I think sports sports is too it's it's too big of a deal to me. Sports players are are paid way too much money to do what they fucking do. They they get way too much notoriety and fame to do what they fucking do. Yes, enjoy a football game on television. Yes, enjoy the players. But Jesus Christ, it's out of control. There, I'm done. Okay. Uh, I also personally think it's bullshit that Deshaun Watson wasn't thrown out of the league for the things that he is alleged to have done. And for the record, because it leads into my next point, why would you settle a lawsuit if you weren't guilty? I say that, and I'm going to catch hate from Brandy for a second, but I'm going to go there. I think it's personally bullshit that Tom Brady got a lighter sentence than Deshaun Watson when Tom Brady cheated. Cheating and, and sexually assaulting people are two different things, not even hey. the same conversation. He's trying to lighten I, up the mood. I just want to point out that we're at the main event and there's six minutes left in the show. Holy crap, already? Six minutes in a televised show. Let's yeah. get back to the show. Oh, there's Vincent and his meat sauce. I, I did want to say real quick, uh, just to put a bow, nice little bow on this, um, the people making the decision in all these organizations are, 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 you know, we live in a country where we voted Donald fucking Trump into our office of the president of the United States. So I think, I, I think that we um, have bigger problems than just what's going on in sports uh, in general. Uh, so let's enjoy the rest of this show with Hulk Hogan and the entire NWO coming out, even including the Dusty Rhodes. So is he going to defend the title, or are they just going to jack Eric Bischoff off in the ring again? Uh, probably the, the second option. Who's the guy in the back? Hold on. What what guy? There's Dusty Rhodes. No, there's one guy in the back. Is that Crush? Uh, is it Scott Norton? Oh, no. it might be. No, it might be Crush. Might be Crush. You'll see him in a second. Let's get him in the ring. We'll see. Yeah. Who the hell is facing? I don't remember. Uh. No, that's Ryan Adams. off of Hogan for two seconds. If you pull the, the guy camera off next... Hogan, you're pulling the camera off Bischoff. Yeah, the guy that's the guy that's next to uh, uh yeah, that's, that's Brian Adams or that's uh, Brian Clark. Brian Clark. That's what it is, Brian Clark. No, Brian, Brian Adams. Brian Adams, Brian Clark. They were tag partners at one point, I think. I think we should just have this last five minutes to replay more of the Thunder and Paradise theme song. <laughs> no, no, no. Can we appreciate Brett just getting comfy? He's sitting on the top turnbuckle. I'd like to take just a minute to tell the rest of the world how I personally believe that Bret Hart is the second greatest wrestler to have ever walked the face of the planet Earth. Okay, and the first was. I wasn't really expecting anybody to ask a question. I am not fully prepared. <laughs> uh, I, are you I will tell you that the number one wrestler on that list is not in this ring right now. Um, don't, say, don't say Ric Flair. He was on the show tonight. Man, did they ever misuse I didn't know Shawn Michaels was on this show. He was on the show tonight. You're talking about Juventud Guerrero? Randy Savage? Eric Bischoff. Roddy Piper. Jesus Christ, Diamond Dallas Bill, Page. I said wrestler. <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page. Vincent. I'm going with Vincent. Brutus Beefcake. Which one of them is Brutus Beefcake? The Disciple. Disciple. Oh, you're talking about Vincent. Actually, I lied. 
because I didn't realize he was in the ring too. Uh, greatest wrestler of all time to me is actually in that ring. Dusty, Dusty, Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Baby. Dwayne, baby. A lot of people's not Rushmore. Dude, it's the I'm fucking gonna... Barber Beefcake. I don't know which one of you said it first, but fuck you. <laughs> hey, you know what? I just wanted to point this out. I sent this in the group chat, I believe, this morning. Two years for Roman Reigns. He is now sixth all-time championship reigns. Uh, the next, the, the next closest is Hogan's eighty-four to eighty-eight run, and I don't think any of us could have predicted Reigns having a championship run this long that we all actually enjoyed. Nope. I think, uh, I think the last time we had a reign this long, well, I mean, not as long as Roman was uh, Cena's reign. Like, what was that like a year nope. and a half? The last two, no, the la- the last. The, the two longest reigns prior to this one were CM were AJ, Punk, AJ Styles at 368 days, I believe, and then CM Punk at 464 days. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. And before either one of those, I think the longest was Diesel. After he won it from mm-hmm. Bob Backlund, he had it for just under a year. Actually, yeah. one one of the greatest. One of the greatest superstars that should have won a world title is right here, right now. Because it's Adam Bama's not here. Not him. Just think about this, though, guys. Think about this list. There's Bruno San Martino. There's Pedro Morales. There's Bob Backlund. There's Hulk Hogan. Roman Reigns. That's crazy. He's in the same conversation as those people now. Because he's held a championship for more than one calendar year. Two calendar years. It's been two calendar, well, it's actually been, I think, three calendar years. Now, are you talking about that all is one reign? Yeah, this is one reign. Yeah, he has held a world title for, for as of today, no, yesterday, two full years. Yeah, universal title. And the person he lost to, I hope, is going to come back. I'm not, I mean, uh, my bad. Let me reword it. The person... That he beat. I hope Wait a minute. Sting's going to come back and win the universal title? Braun Strowman? Okay. Here's another fun fact for you guys. Talking about Braun Strowman? No, 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 no. no. Who, won the, who won the universal title at SummerSlam 2020 and then lost to Broman? I mean, God Broman. Damn it. Broman. Broman. Who is Broman? Talking Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Um, here's another fun fact. There's only been, I believe, five people they have a one-on-one victory against Roman Reigns in the last, I think, three and a half years. One of those people was a guest on this show. We've never had The Rock. Eric Rowan? No, Eric Rowan. That was actually a pretty good match. Yep. I don't remember this part where the Giant beat the shit out of Sting. Giant beat the shit out of Sting. I don't know. Here's Kevin Nash. Who invited Kevin Nash to the Let's Beat Up Sting party? He stole Mark Nelson's shirt, though. Oh, and we are desperately out of time. We've got to go. Oh, my God. He's helping to get up out of here. On hood. All right. So this is this was the point of, of doing this is that we're under an hour. Let's do a quick whip, and then we're out. So uh, let's start with Brandy, who is in Chicago. Uh, thoughts on the that one night in Roadie? That was a fun little episode. I think episodes like that kind of get overlooked. And it's cool to go back and look back at um, some of this stuff. So I enjoyed it. The The Malenko Cyclope is probably my favorite moment. Um, besides the, you know, coming down on the bike, uh, bike thing. And yeah. I am very ready for whatever Chicago has to offer. Well, this room, unlike my room last year, because I was sharing with Amy and the room configuration was different. This room has a couch. Yes, that was the couch that Carl Mandick was supposed to sleep on. Wound up in bed with me. <laughs> and he I mean, can you really blame him? Because you've slept with two other people on this show. And I, I can tell you from experience that Frank Bruno is a very warm and tender and forgiving lover when he's not trying to make you acknowledge him as your daddy. Uh, I can attest to the fact that he's warm, yes. <laughs> um, ball sack thoughts on this one hour edition of Monday Nitro Jesus um, Christ I forgot that Brandy had all that, that's three people <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that's three people 
Well, go ahead, Antonio. I kind of thought it was a problem where she kept yelling, oh, you didn't know. Oh, wait, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Henry. (laughs) What the fuck is happening today? This is what happens. We get off the rails, and if we don't have any sort of, like, plan, this is what (laughs) happens. I mean, this... That's, that's the face that Henry makes when he has to do a spit take. We can't ruin the $1,100 computer that he borrowed for the show. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, I hate you, Antonio. Love you, too. Uh, this Nitro was a Nitro. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and his favorite well, part of the evening is when I stood up. Exactly. Oh, my God. Not the Henry so- spit take. Well, I couldn't help her when she yelled, oh, you didn't know, and then your ass better call somebody. It's not no. as funny when I'm not drinking first. <laughs> All right, Henry, thoughts? I think this was an interesting episode of Nitro. It's a little different than what we had originally planned for today, but I actually really liked it. I kind of agree with Brandy. This was campy. It was fun. We don't get to go back and do some of these older episodes this often because in this era, Monday Nitro was like 87 hours long for three minutes of wrestling because everybody has to go out to the ring and just sort of jerk themselves off. But I think overall, this was actually a fairly decent show. Phil. So this show will always be remembered to me for, of course, Eric Bischoff being lowered down to the ring in the motorcycle and giving that awesome speech uh but this episode of top guy theater will always be remembered to me as the episode where we join in that busload of people and applauding antonio for crossing that highway with the blind old lady let's give it up for antonio this will also be remembered as the episode where if antonio and i were in the same room we would make the letter h Oh god! All right, Um, I'm gonna close this thing out now. Uh, No, hold on, Frank. When I was walking up to Henry the other day, he gave me the belt. I kept saying to myself, "He really didn't come up here with a dress. He didn't really come up here with a dress." I, I didn't. I'm, I'm sorry, Frank, because I know you want to cut this off, but I didn't get the chance to tell this story last week. We did it with Efren, and and I want to now. The morning that we left to go to Rochester. I had spent the night with a friend of mine and she was getting all dolled up for her boyfriend and everybody else was going all fancy dressed. And I was kind of dressed like I am right now, except in a short sleeve shirt. Cause I like to look formal when we do these God knows why she was trying to talk her boyfriend into wearing a dress and she couldn't do it. And he had gone to take a shower and I don't remember exactly what it was. I said to her, but then she looked at me and all but begged me to put on that dress. Said that we would have fun. And I finally <laughs> relented. But I wouldn't take off the jacket. What all of you, what, what Antonio saw and what all of you will see soon, I promise, was me standing in, my, in the Bill's rain slicker I, I bought a couple of years ago. And a nice flowing black sequin dress just coming down <laughs> to my pants. And it was magnificent. And describing it just does not do this justice at all. What would have been better is if you weren't wearing pants. Yeah, they wouldn't let me out of the house without pants because they figured I'd want to take the dress off eventually. Yeah, but but then my job wondered why I didn't show up. (laughs) They tried to talk me to shaving my legs too, but there just wasn't time for that. Oh, no, there's always time to shave your legs. We're going to talk about Chicago next week. We're going to start the May Young Classic that we've been talking about. Um, I'm going to go to bed now. I need to go to shower. I need to shave my legs. Can I join you, Brandon? I don't understand why Antonio didn't go to Chicago. Y'all both thirsty. You get in the same room, have some fucking sex. On that note, we'll see y'all next week. Are you ready to fight? Who will survive?
top guys.